0: Welcome to the Jeff Gregory podcast. Uh, It's been four months since I did my last podcast. Uh, Today is April 5th, 2021. We just celebrated Easter and I will get into that in just a few minutes. But yeah, we just celebrated Easter. Today's the day after. It's been an interesting year. Uh, I've had some ups and downs. Alabama won their uh, 18th national championship, which was pretty awesome. You know, I'm Bama fan, been a Bama fan since I was little. So, very excited about that. I will say that Tom Brady winning his latest championship, I guess it's like 10 now he's been in, won seven or something like that. Seven Super Bowl rings for a player, that's just crazy phenomenal. You know, I don't care what you say, love him or hate him, the guy is the greatest football player of all time. 43 years old, and you build your own team and take him to the Super Bowl – And beat the number one team in in football, the Kansas City Chiefs. You are a daggum good player, you know, and a good competitor. And he's coming back again next year. So, nothing but, you know, props to Tom Brady. I mean, phenomenal, man. I mean, love him or hate him, he is the the greatest of all time. Of actually probably any sport. So, I mean, I ain't going to knock Michael Jordan, but I will say seven rings. So, all right. Moving forward. This year's been interesting. We end up getting COVID. The irony of this is I got my COVID shot on March 3rd, tested positive for COVID on March 6th. I had been principal destiny that week because we had folks out with COVID. And office staff was out, and I was all around the building helping with, you know, behavior and such stuff. It sucked because I thought maybe that my, what I was feeling was the side effects from the shot uh go get tested on the six and they're like nope you got covid so i had chrissy get tested after that she had covid uh symptoms we had mild cases i guess you could say i mean i did get strep throat with mine which made it pretty awful you know anytime strep throat you have is just phenomenally awful by itself it sucks but lost my sense of taste and smell had some chest congestion head congestion was taking nuisance and tylenol to keep my fever down i had a fever for about seven or eight days and then i still got my sense of smell back but i haven't got my taste all the way back i can taste bitter i can taste salty sweet sour things like that chrissy doesn't have her taste uh taste back yet but hopefully she'll get it back soon really tired though i mean a month out i'm still get really tired and you know even right now i'm sitting at my desk i I could just go to sleep. I really could. And that's not like me. Like, I'm not normally a a person that can sleep setting up ever. You know, that's why I like to drive at night because I don't really get sleepy setting up. I get sleepy if I lay down, but not setting up. But hopefully, all these symptoms will, will go away soon and move on from there. Looking forward to the next part of my life this year finding the new church home. You know, after I stepped down from being a deacon at Revolution Church, I wanted to stick it out. And a lot of it was is for my wife. Uh, Christy likes her core group of women friends. And she hadn't been going to her Bible class a lot because of COVID, but now that we've had it, she has started going back. I had not been to Bible class a whole lot this quarter in the in first couple months of the year because, one, we got a covid Uh, Two, couple family things we did at home And and I think I'd been to two or three since January And I went to one Thursday I had done a really good podcast Thursday And something happened to it on the way home And it got cut off I could only hear about 15 of the 30 minutes that I did I wasn't trying to do too long of one But I could only hear about 15 of the 30 minutes that I had done So I was kind of irritated but it was almost like a premonition. My podcast that I talked about kind of went along with what happened with Thursday Night. Now, for you, those of you who know me, you know that I stick to my guns on my beliefs. I stick to my guns on my feelings. And if you don't want to know that something, don't ask me. Don't ask me. If you want to know something, I will tell you the truth no matter what happens. And that's kind of how I felt Thursday. Thursday, we were studying the book of John. And we're studying Jesus's words, you know, it's John chapter five and it's the uh, John chapter five, if you don't know think about it, it's talking about when Jesus heals the lame man who'd been lame for like 38 years. And I believe it was on the Sabbath. So he told him to get up, grab your mat, and you're not supposed to do any work apparently on the Sabbath. And he's being on trial. Jesus kind of being on trial about this. And, you know, and he starts talking about the correlations and calling, calling God his father. Instead of saying our father. And it really just upset everybody. As far as. You know who he's been on trial with. But looking at it. I cannot settle on my thoughts. That Jesus Christ is God. Because it's not scriptural. And that really kind of. Divided the class a little bit. Mainly just against me. Not really anybody else. And my questions were very clear. I had written them down because the person teaches our class, he knows knows some stuff, I feel like, but at the same time, I don't feel like he knows as much as he thinks. And I'm not going to knock that. I mean, I'm the same way. Like, if I read it, I, I can learn it, I can study it, but at the same time, you know, when you start throwing out verses and you're not reading contextually what everything says, You've lost me. Because I can pick and pull verses to make it fit my narratives. You know, like I went, uh, my last podcast, I said I even said that, you know, it doesn't say God the Son anywhere in the Bible. It doesn't say God the Holy Spirit. It doesn't say Jesus the flesh bag. That's what I've heard a couple times in my Bible class. Jesus the flesh bag. There is no Jesus the flesh, or God the flesh bag. Sorry, I meant God the flesh bag. There is no such thing as God the flesh bag. Don't care who you are. That is not in the Bible. And if you and if you want to pull stuff from the Apostles' Creed, that ain't in the Bible. Jesus did not descend into hell after he died. That's Apostles' Creed right there. That is not Holy Bible. Sorry. There are sixty-six books in the Holy Bible, and that has never happened in any of them. And the, the verse that kept getting thrown in my face is John one one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was the, the Word was. And the word was with God and the word was God. Well, in the in the if you go back and look at Greek and Hebrew translations, the word word is logos. Um, and there's and there's been arguments over this for you know long before I was born. Long before. You know, I guess a thousand years or so. And you know, some people translate it that as the word is Jesus, which is fine. I mean it is capitalized. And then some people translate it with the Greek version, which I feel like is the most accurate, it r- remains the impersonal force, a lifeless and abstract physiological concept that is necessary to postulate for the cause and order of purpose in the universe. Hebrews logos is personal. So they're saying it's more of a uh, indication that is Jesus. And then the word became flesh, which is You know, I I can see that being interpreted. That so for me, that is just one little spot. But you're limiting God's power and God's love by saying that God is Jesus. Now I was told I was limiting God by not letting him be everybody, but you got these characters in life. You got Jesus, you got the Holy Spirit. They're three separate things. Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. And God is the Father. Jesus is the Son. I don't understand how we can get away from that. Think about it on Easter. Jesus didn't raise himself from the dead. I mean, if he was God, like you say he is, yeah, I'm sure he could. Jesus was raised. Bible clearly says raised from the dead. I can't raise myself from the dead. God could raise me from the dead. Jesus could raise me from the dead. But Jesus did not raise himself from the dead. Another thing, most overquoted verse in the Bible, John 3, 16. You know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Only begotten son. It says it clearly is day. And my thing is, when Jesus is praying in the garden, asking God to make any other way around this instead of being crucified, why is he just talking out loud to himself if he is God? Think about it. Why put so much emphasis on things in the Bible like this if he is not separate? If he is not truly the Son of God? And everybody, have heard people say, oh, well, that's just a, Jesus is just, just a good man if he's not really God. No, he's the son of God. You're wrong. He was born of Mary, a virgin. Wasn't Joseph. Wasn't that evil, uh, impure seed of sinliness. He didn't have an earthly father. So think about it. Jesus Christ is the son of God. But anyways, um, class kind of got a little out of hand a little more argumentative than it was constructive. I was that was never my point or I wouldn't have went. I do not want someone to stumble. I do not want to cause someone to lose faith. But at the same time, I feel like God puts me in circumstances like this often because I am not one to sit back and let something be taught that's not right, whether it's in the school, whether it's in the church, whether it's in life. I'm not. I can't do it because a lot of folks in my Bible class, I don't think pick up the Bibles and turn their pages. They rely so much on verbal information that they're not seeking the word themselves. <laughs> Get there. I said there the word anyways, information. God knew what he wanted before he sent Jesus. God had the word ready. Ready. He instilled the word in men. That's where your Bible comes from. Men. God had his hand in it. Jesus Christ was able to look at God. John chapter five talks about, I see the works of my father. I see the works of my father. Anybody else that looked at God went blind. I mean, think about Moses. I don't think he just saw the drape of him or something. It just is what it is. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, but I'm not going to harp on it. But I will say that I was told I was a distraction, and if I'm a distraction, then I'm not going to be there. In fact, I'm starting my own group. I've got have reached out to four or five people, and they're interested in meeting with me. Uh, we haven't set a day of the week because you know what? I'm flexible. I can pick any day that they want to do it and be there. Even if I do two a week, just because some people can't be at one group and some folks can't be at another. I want this to be something that we can grow with each other. It is what it is. I wish nothing but the best for my group. But at the same time, the more I hear, which I know you're not I know you're supposed to only believe half of what you see and none of what you hear, and the, more, and the more I read into people and use this power of discernment that I feel like if for some reason I have, especially here lately, like I've always said, discernment's nothing but, you know, me being a BSer, being able to call out another BSer, I feel like that church is going to be humble. And I wish nothing but the best for that church, but I feel at the same time, when there's a serpent leading, watch which fruit you eat. Um. so I'm really looking forward to finding a new church I have a couple of churches in mind that I want to reach out to and go to visit with and a lot of them are friends that go to church there so that's kind of neat but at the same time I'm not one to be a follower other than a follower of Christ if you know anything about me I'm, I set my own way I'm not one that does something other folks have to do so I want to find something that's going to benefit my family as far as a youth program that is organized, that as far as an adult program that is organized, and that as far as a place that I can serve and be productive. That's what I'm looking for. You know, um, I felt like when I was a deacon at Rev, they just wanted me to cut grass, want me to hammer some nails, stuff like that, which I get that. That's okay. But I, I, you know what? I, I want to do something whether I'm over a curriculum, a, a Bible curriculum, or I want to do something where, you know, I'm meeting new members, or I'm on the pra- not praise and worship team, but I'm on the the new member call out team or security stuff, which I've done before. I like doing the security stuff. You know, my talents are other other areas, and anytime I'd ask for, you know, to expand my talents, oh, we'll think about that. We'll look at that. No, they won't. So I want to be somewhere like. Where I grew up. White House Church of Christ was where we grew up. And you know what? Deacons there had great roles. Like, you know, you had somebody that was over communion. Somebody that was over benevolence. Someone that was over, like my buddy Jared's dad. Um, he wasn't a deacon because he had been divorced. But he was over the educational building, the educational projects. That's the stuff I like. I mean, that's the stuff that fits my narrative which I know the word narrative doesn't mean what I should have said, but if it's what I'm good at, if it's stuff that I can jump in and be an assisting hand for, for, you know, so looking at maybe visiting back at white house, haven't been there in years as far other than just visiting from time to time looking at, I don't really want to go to Hillcrest because really it's not, it's not close to our house. Um, I know my family goes there. But it doesn't really feel like home to me. Um, I, would, I wouldn't mind trying out Millersville. Or I've had some other friends reach out to me and with their churches. And so that's kind of what we're heading into. But I want something that is going to make Christy happy. And it sucks that because I feel like that we haven't been in church, live service on a Sunday morning, that there's not a whole lot of folks that talk to us. We're kind of being blackballed at our church that we left, you know, which is fine, I guess I get that, but at the same time, some of my best friends growing up went to White House Church of Christ, and I still keep up with them, and that's what I want to do with my with my friends now. I want to find a core group of guys to keep a Bible class going, no matter where we go to church, and we can meet at the Mexican place, we can meet at the park, we meet at my house, their house, whatever, because I enjoy the relationships that I've built. That I've gained, that I've been a part of, but I don't enjoy someone telling me that they're worried about my faith because I only I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and not God. But that is what it is. When you when you tell me that you're concerned about my faith or my spirituality, we're done. The conversation's over. I study so much of the Word, especially in the last several years of my life. I love to study. I love to read. You know, and I'm not a commentary guy. I'm really not. Like, I like to read the ones that are in my Bible that are like showing different verses that kind of go back and forth. But I'm not a commentary guy. You know, very smart guy. Scored a 29 on my ACT, a 35 on my composite uh, or on my uh, English part. I'd love to read. I have great comprehension skills. So for me, this is something that I can read the Bible, you know, and I don't just read one translation. I read several translations. You know, I have an app on my iPad and my phone that if I don't understand something, I'm reading the other translations. I'm seeing what the other words are. So that's kind of where I go. But moving forward, let's talk a little bit about friendship. And then I'm going to get ready to close because I have a class coming in just a few minutes. My friendship dynamics have changed over the years. I've always said that friendships are like circles. You know, you start one spot on the circle and eventually you get back to that friend again. And sometimes the circles move faster than others. Like with my buddy Jared. I talk to Jared three, four, five times a week. I've done it since sixteen years old. You know, my buddy Pat I've been talking to him a bunch for the last couple of years. And then some of the guys in my Bible class, we speak at least, we talk at least two or three times a week. But friendship is a give and take. I can only give so much if you take it all. You have to be able to balance out the give and take. And that doesn't happen always. And if I tell you something or I say something to get on your case, it's not because I'm mad at you. It's not because I don't love you. It's not because I don't care about you. It's because you need to hear it. And I expect the same thing from me, from other people to me. You know, like, there's nobody better at busting my balls than Scott, my my, my stepdad. He, if I screw up, oh God, I hear it. My wife, if I screw up, I hear it tenfold, which is fine. I can accept criticism. I can accept that a perspective that I'm not looking at. But what I cannot accept is when plans get dropped for something stupid or you have a better thing you want to do and you break plans. I'm not babying my friends anymore. You got a problem, let's fix it. You don't want to fix it, move on with yourself. I'm done with you. I am not here to coddle you. I'm 37 years old. My beard is turning gray. My hair is turning gray. I have two daughters that are definitely gonna turn me rest away gray. If you can't grow up and man up, we're gonna just be acquaintances. And I'm talking to a couple people. There ain't just one person I'm speaking to. A couple folks need to hear that. You don't wanna be invested in my life? Don't call me your best friend. Call me your acquaintance. Don't ask me to come move your crap whenever you move. Because you ain't using my Titan. I love people. I do. I may have a little social anxiety about being around you, but I do love you. But I am not going to tolerate people using myself or my family anymore. Not doing it. I don't ask for nothing other than prayers. Prayers. Because all honesty, I provide for my family. I'm the spiritual leader. I'm the physical leader of the house. I do what my wife needs me to do. I do what my girls need me to do. No matter how sick or crappy I feel. I'm, I'm one of those people that I don't ask for, for very much ever. In fact, I'd rather do it out if it was just for me. I need my friends to be there when I'm there for them. And if it's not gonna be that way, then like I said, it's acquaintances only. That's is kinda of how it's gonna be. 37, fixing to be 38. I'm not babying 37 to 48 year old people anymore. You can't grow up by then, move on. Can't get off the boob, mama's boob by then, get on. I'm done. I don't need you. And I definitely don't want to have to take care of you. But that's all I have to say today. You know, like I said, it's been four months since I did one. Sorry, life happened. A lot happened. School started back teaching virtual and in-person, upside down, front way, sideways, back ways. I'm like Willy Wonka's elevator when I'm teaching. It is what it is. If you want to be a part of my family, my family's life, Love to have you. If you don't, move on. Don't waste my time and don't waste yours. So I'm going to close out in prayer and then I'm going to get ready to go to class. Most gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you for everything you do for me. I thank you for the ability of discernment to see through folks. I thank you for instilling the word in me, Lord. I want to study. I want to be a better person. I thank you for my girls and my wife, my little house, my wooded yard, my family. I thank you for allowing me to eat some crow this year and restore some relationships in my family that I had kind of burned. I thank you for humbling me. I thank you for letting me see the truth for what it is and not dwell on what is not. I thank you for my grandmother, for keeping her safe during this pandemic time. I thank you for my kids at school that are just happy to be back. I ask you this week, just be with us, Um, open our hearts, open our minds, open our spirits. Let us see you for who you are, And what you represent. Let us look to you for love. Guidance. And assurance. Let us not invest in this world Lord. Because we know it's evil. Thank you for everything you do God. And it's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Well I hope you have a great week. Uh, Like I said it's Monday. Maybe I'll do one later on. Maybe it'll be four months. I appreciate the listeners that I do have. I think for the the last one I did I had 62 people that had listened to it. I don't know if that's multiples or not. Um, It don't tell me that. It just tells me the number of listens I've had. And overall, I'm averaging between 60 and 70 people per podcast, which is kind of cool. I don't really care. This is something for me just to kind of get some stuff off my chest and moving forward. Well, everybody has a blessed day, and I'll talk to you soon.